0: Welcome and thank you for joining us at Worship Harvest. We believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission, and we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities and, as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. So, there's a word on my heart, it's a prophecy that has been given by Apostle but as I was praying this morning, it just kept coming back from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And I'll start from verse 7. Tell your neighbor a good land. Tell your neighbor a good land. Let's read. Then, is that Deuteronomy 7? Sorry, 7. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7. Verse 7, sorry. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks and water, of fountains and springs that flow out of the valleys and the hills. Do you know the picture I see there? Refreshment. Refreshment. Because this world can be hard. It can be like a dry, parched desert. You can go through life and it is dry. But the land that God is bringing you to is a land that is ever-flowing. There are brooks. There are rivers. There are fountains. This is good news for someone, by the way. Yeah. You may you, may have, you may feel that you're at your wit's end. That you don't know how tomorrow is going to be. God is refreshing you because you are in a good land. Amen. Amen. And so just felt that To remind us of the scripture that has been spoken over us. That God has led us into a good land. Into a good land. A good land. Later on in that scripture, it talks about honey and oil flowing. I don't know whether you understand that if honey is flowing. If honey is flowing, you're in a good land. Hmm? The Bible likens the word... I think it is one of those exotic prophets who was told to eat the scroll and he said that it tasted like honey so for me when I read that I'm like the word of God is going to be so sweet to me when I taste the word I'm like I want more you know I have a two year old son and (laughs) so sometimes when you come back with chocolates he doesn't know chocolate he knows more (laughs) so you give him a chocolate I want more 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 Eh? So someone here, the word is going to be more. Because it's so sweet. Because it's so nice. And you eat it and you get nourished. Oil speaks of anointing. The anointing is flowing. The anointing is flowing in this good land. Amen. Do you receive that word? Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 2 verse 1. We're talking about rests. Entering your rest just before i stood up here i was looking up something i was reminded of something very interesting me as me i should have known i tell you science it's not science i was just checking the meaning of my name do you know what noah means rest hey Hey. i was like what god reminded me as i was walking up here that my name means rest so some of you receive rests receive it right now it is not an accident let me tell you something how god works let me tell you how god works god you, you see the bible says you did not choose him bible says god says i did you did not choose me i chose you i chose you my living testimony of that scripture is my wife yeah it is true it is true because in some x years ago let's say x I was there on campus. I'd gone to study. Me, I was focused. I was going to study. <laughs> but even she was focused. We were both focused. We we're serious people, engineers. See, engineers are focused. Yeah. So we were there, both focused on studies. But you know, <laughs> God was choosing us. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we become friends. Our halls of residence are next to each other. She's in Africa. I'm in Livingstone, Afrostone. Oh, yeah. Hey. And so we start dating. Hey, it's not the someone. It's not the someone. <laughs> so we start dating, and a few years later, we get married. And this year, we're celebrating 17 years of marriage. Hey. Isn't God good? Hey. <laughs> Receive it. <laughs> so so according to man I saw this lovely lady in class I went and said hi and then we discussed we became friends we were started studying together and I said in my heart this one here this one I think I was thinking thoughts and so I made my intentions known I'll skip the drama but it was yes eventually and then we started this journey we planned our wedding and we got married right but let me tell you when god started orchestrating this story at the birth of my grandfather in 1912 Hmm? let me tell you even before that obviously but it so happened that rachel's dad is a bishop my grandfather is a bishop okay now, Rachel's dad was a bishop of the same diocese that my grandfather was a bishop. A few years later. Okay? I continue. I grew up in Kenya. I was born actually in Kenya. So I grew up in a town called Nakuru. And there was a time where Rachel and her family, Pastor Rachel and her family, came to visit that particular church that I was in. That exact particular church. Just that, that I, was, I was not focused. <laughs> yeah. I was not studying. And okay, there, there, is a, there is a photograph. Well, after When we were dating, there's a photograph of Rachel when she was very young with my ma- grandmother holding her. Okay. Pastor Rachel grew up in Mukono because her uncle, okay, her dad was working in Mukono, but her uncle was the principal of Bishop Tucker. The the, the, the Bishop University's trick me, forgive me. Bishop Tucker Theological Training College, which is now UCU. Now, the first principal of of Bishop Tucker was my grandfather. Bishop Tilesigwa. Bishop Bishop Betungura. Okay? After some time, uh, Rachel's parents moved to Kavale. Because he was the principal of bishop Stuart, bishop barham university and guess who was a principal of bishop barham university years before my grandfather okay i continue now when we were young would come for christmas to uganda and would go to my grandfather's house in Barra and would stay in the guest house now that house was the was the bishop's palace it was the bishop's house. And would stay in that guest house. When I'm married, and I'm going to see my father-in-law, guess which house would stay in? The same one, because at that time it's my it's my father-in-law who's the bishop of the same diocese. My mother grew up in Mukono for the same reasons, because her father was the principal of Bishop Taka. My mother also moved to Kabale because her father was a was the principal of Bishop. It's okay so when god says i chose you don't think your small decisions now can affect that plan when god says i chose you know that there is a greater work at play there is a greater purpose at play your life is not meaningless god is orchestrating a plan through decisions through feelings through studying through all those things god's perfect plan is being authored that should encourage you that is how much God loves you that is how much God loves you but that's not the sermon I was distracted because I realized what my name means we are in Genesis chapter (laughs) 2 that is the sermon so let's read together from verse 1 to 2 thus the heavens and the earth And all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done and rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Amen. So, we all know, or I assume we all know the creation story. Me, I remember them because I had a book. Let me tell you, my grandfather, because remember he's a bishop, right? He got me this children's bible that had maybe about 12 volumes okay and had pictures and there's a there's a there's a volume there which i have contention with my wife about but let's it is me with the mic now so (laughs) it's in revelations don't worry it's an inside joke sorry so in that first book in that first book there is creation right and so you see colors of creation so you see all these pictures of god creating the earth okay and that was hard work but as, as i was thinking about it is that okay you remember last sunday Apostle said god didn't get tired god didn't rest because he was tired he's hmm? like creating earth man but it was actually a lot of work he didn't get tired because it was not a lot of work yeah. bible says he spoke and the earth and the stars just organized themselves I don't. You you don't understand it because you also don't understand. Because if I can I can tell you right now, cause a house to be built. Speak and cause a house to be built, and you're going to struggle. (laughs) But this is the way I I I I got this revelation is that God would sit there. You see, the Bible says that God's word cannot return to Him void, and says, "Let there be light." So the word has been sent. So now the word goes collects atoms. It collects hydrogen. <laughs> I'm going to face this side. It's going to go. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm, I'm showing you that speaking is work. You might see there, it's just saying, let there be, let there be. It is work. Because his word has power. His word has power. So he says, let there be light. Hydrogen atoms start colliding. And they form an, an element called deuterium yeah the Bible says you will gain wisdom so you get deuterium. and then they collide and form helium. Do you remember your periodic table? Uh, do you? are you sure? okay <laughs> I know I, I know at least I can speak for director grace. his business is directly related to the periodic table <laughs> directly okay So now as those hydrogen atoms are colliding, they are forming heavier and heavier elements. Okay? Elements, not compounds. And so, every time they collide, I'm, I'm teaching you, let's, let's remain together. By the way, this is part of the sermon. You're understanding? Okay, so we started with hydrogen. That's the lightest atom. And so it's colliding, colliding, forming heavier and heavier atoms. And every time it collides, every time they knock each other, energy is released. A lot of energy is released, and it continues doing that and continues doing that until it starts. F- and you see, the heavier the atoms, the more it starts pushing together like this. It starts attracting other elements, and continues doing that until it self ignites. So it catches fire. You know how something you put paraffin fire, and it just explodes. That's what happens. And then you have what they call nuclear fusion i have just described to you a star our sun that's what happens yes it happens and it just keeps exploding that's why it is hot and it continues doing that doing that and you see the more it explodes the more it attracts the more it attracts the more gravity it gets that's why all these planets spin around it they don't spin because the earth has an engine that has to start and then be accelerated there's a driver god is there you know how you can start water making sure that the earth is going round. no 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 it is all because of the gravity of the sun because the sun is pulling the earth at a certain angle so the earth is continually going round now guess what god said let there be and it was now i've just gone taken you through the scientific process that if human beings were to try to do the same thing, how long will it take? So when God said, let the earth yield plants and animals, all that is happening in the background. So by the time it's it's the fifth day, he has spoken all nature. He has put in place all systems. He's speaking, he's speaking is speaking let there be he is capturing an entire plant into a small thing called a seed have you ever wondered how a seed can lead to a massive tree yet it is so small because God has condensed everything into that small seed and he has created a system that regenerates seeds otherwise you know trees would have to split into two for other new trees to be born All this is done and he speaks. Now here's the thing I realized again. On the sixth day, God did not speak. He rolled up his sleeves. He came down to earth, gathered soil, put it together, and breathed his life into that. Man was not spoken into existence. Man was formed. Because he said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness I'm giving you a picture of the work that had happened for six days so when God said the seventh is holy I want you to have an appreciation as of why because if God could put all creation in order in six days and in his wisdom he said let there be a day of rest who are you who are you do you work harder than God You know, but I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) So, the Sabbath he called it a day of rest, and here is the thing that I want you to notice. And he blessed the seventh day and sanctified it why because he rested from his work. It is a blessed day because he rested, and so by the time man is existing. Which is the seventh day? The seventh day is the first day man is alive. He's living in a blessed state. He enters this world in a blessed state. Okay, and so God created man to work from rest, not work, not rest from work. I want to explain that very clearly because you see, for us we start our days on Monday, and so you work, 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 work and Saturday you're about to collapse and he said Sunday is a day of rest wow that was quite a week but that was not God's order God's order starts with a day of rest the first day and that is the day man is alive and so man's first experience of life is in God's rest the day he calls blessed and that's why he wants you to rest because when man fell, let me tell you, you um, let me give us some some things that apostle has been teaching us you know your spirit body and soul right right now one of the ways in which you can engage with the word eh is to be excited there is a scripture in psalm 119 verse 162 uh huh what does it say you do what you rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure so do you know what's happening right now great treasure is being distributed right now great treasure is being distributed so don't confuse the angels they are distributing treasure and your face is like what please i, I just put on my makeup those diamonds you're throwing at me will destroy my makeup please yeah <laughs> okay hallelujah now you see you have to work with me because me I like stories and I can be here you're here with me right and so you find that in man's first days goes rest spirit body soul okay we are spirit we have a soul and we live in a body okay and so what happened before man fell before man fell, guess what Adam was doing? What was Adam's work? He was, naming, he was naming animals. He was doing what God did, speaking. God would bring animals and Adam would say, that's a giraffe. That's a lion. He was doing what God did. He was speaking. But after the fall, what was the curse? From the ground, you will sweat. So what happened is that that order was reversed. Because he was working from his spirit through his soul and it would manifest in the, in the in the physical in the body. But after the curse that was reversed. So now you had to have to work hard with your body. You have to work hard intellectually. You understand? So that order was reversed. So we started resting from work. We started resting from work. Because we were fallen. But when Christ comes, somebody say Christ. Thank God for Jesus. He reverses the order. And he says man was not made for Sabbath. But Sabbath was made for man. And Christ is our Sabbath. Christ is our rest. And so he's encouraging to rest, then work. And so you'll then understand why we have always confused the Sabbath. Because when Jesus was saying that, he was being accused of healing during the Sabbath. And he's like, there, the Sabbath. Because you see, those Jews take Sabbath very seriously. And we'll see why as we go along. So I want you to always have that picture that there is work and there is rest. There is work and there is rest. In Genesis chapter 14, I'm going to give you a very interesting picture here. And this one, as I was, as I was reading this, this morning, it came... And I, and I had not seen it before. Genesis chapter 14 is when now Abraham has come back from fighting with the kings, the five kings with his household. Say, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah because you, if your household can fight three nations, five nations, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just saying it's some household. So, he comes back from fighting with this, these many kings, and then he meets... A picture of christ he meets melchizedek now what's the f- now now the, i want us to notice the order in which this interaction happens because it is like out of if you're reading the story it looks like an outlier it looks like someone just squeezed the story there because now abraham is coming back from defeating the kings and poof melchizedek the bible says he has no lineage he showed up no one knows from where but of course in hebrews we see that he's he's a picture of christ And the minute Melchizedek sees Abraham, he says, blessed are you. Blessed. He starts with a blessing. Then there's this interaction. Then after that interaction, Abraham's response is, I give you a tithe. I want us to go back to to the Garden of Eden. God rested from his work and blessed the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a state of blessing. The Sabbath precedes work the blessing precedes work that's why tithe came after the blessing because tithe is a representation of your work tithe when you have tithe to give how did you get it you worked you worked so tithe is a representation of your work and guess how it comes after the blessing after rest that's why you work from rest hallelujah are we together are you seeing the picture by the way we are talking about rest so don't 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 look at me like that <laughs> so in the garden of eden notice that god worked with systems he created systems that were self sustaining I gave you the example of the stars and the planets, self-sustaining. No one has. There is no maintenance team in heaven. It's like, hey, eh, boss, the planet is spinning slower. <laughs> we need someone to jumpstart it. No. From God's words, He created systems. A system of what is the other one? Onto thing that many people will try and remember from school: photosynthesis what is photosynthesis the process by which plants make food using sunlight and carbon dioxide hey I went to good schools (laughs) I had good teachers wow but imagine God created a system that takes sunlight and carbon dioxide and makes food through a leaf through a leaf and then here is a very interesting part about that system. It does that only during the day. because at night the process is reversed. It uses oxygen and produces carbon dioxide. And guess what? It is that night cycle, that night cycle, that allows a plant to be fruitful. Have you ever seen a tree struggling to remove fruit? It's like, I am believing God to produce mangoes. (laughs) It's like they just appear. You see, there's a piece of land in Chitukwe which Wash Pavis Chitukwe owns. eh? And there is a... uh, You missed it. You missed it. Maybe this side will get it. Eh? Eh? We are part of a good church. So in our land at Wash Pavis Chitukwe we have an avocado tree at the center. And it's producing many avacados. It doesn't look like it's struggling. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's struggling. Systems. So God created systems, cycles of rest and abiding. Do you know that children grow when they are sleeping? Do you know why? Because that's when all the energy can go into those systems that are inside for them to grow. So when God institutes the Sabbath, he he is just instituting a system for man. Because all the other systems were spoken. So he needed to teach man a system that keeps him fruitful. And so he set up the Sabbath and said, on this day, you will be blessed. And on this day, you will stop from all your hard work and focus on me. Who is the source? Who is your source of strength? Who is your source of being? Who is your source of everything? Focus on me. And from that focus, you will be abundant. Amen. Let's look at another scripture here. When You see, there is apostle teaches and says that there is a lot of fasts. When is the first time the Sabbath is mentioned as the word Sabbath? Because in Genesis, he talks about the seventh day, which is sometimes translated into the Sabbath. But then, in in Exodus chapter 16, verse 22, we see one of the first mentions of the Sabbath. Let's read it together. And so it was on the sixth day that they had gathered twice as much bread, two omas for each one. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. Then he said to them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath. Rest. A holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will today. Boil what you will boil. Lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until morning. Okay, let's continue to verse 30. So they laid it up till morning as Moses had commanded. And did, no, I did not stick Nor were there any worms in it. Then Moses said, eat that day, for today is a Sabbath, the Lord's day, and you will not find in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. Now it happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather, but they found none. And Moses said, how long? How long? The Lord said to Moses, how long? Do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day bread for two days. Let every man remain in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now, that's a very interesting story. It is a very interesting story. Because here, they have been used to being fed with bread. And you know God, he gives them bread enough for that day. He gives them bread enough for that day. So, on the first day, bread enough for the day. Second, third, fourth. But on the sixth day, he says, this day, because you're going to be tempted, (laughs) because you're going to come back to me complaining that you're hungry, on the seventh day, yet I have called it the day of rest you will not pick anything. I will give you enough for the day. I want us to see that picture because it's very important. I will give you enough for the day. So on on, on, on the sixth day, you got up twice the amount that usually comes, okay? But then on the seventh day, some people go out looking for manna. Hmm? And they don't find. Now they did not find manna. But God was already annoyed. What, that, what, what does that tell God? Why did God get annoyed? It's like I told you you will have enough. But you didn't believe me. You only trusted your effort of collecting. So when we ignore the rest that God has given us, we are telling him that God, I got this. I know how to work i can supply my needs according to my riches in Chali Wajala. huh huh <laughs> i should find another town huh? Eh? wabula it had better become a city at this rate <laughs> are you seeing that is how important it is to god because he has hallowed it we are, i had a few years ago i had the privilege of going to israel so i'll be there so now in israel this thing called sabbath is taken very seriously very seriously on the on the sabbath i was going in the lift and i found a light on which says sabbath when that light is on all the buttons come on for every floor the lift stops on every floor why so that you don't work to type and press the button to go to which floor you want it stops on everyone's floor the hotel i was staying at would cook breakfast and food for the next day on friday they would lay the place they'd actually close the restaurant at about maybe about eight and lay breakfast for the next day and then they'll give you indicators like this is this is this is the signs everywhere when you come on saturday morning there are no waiters There are no cooks. Nothing is happening. You eat the food that has been laid there. Yeah, a hotel. Yeah. All the shops are closed up until 6 in the evening. Actually, they close the restaurant on Friday at 6. It's closed until Saturday at 6. The whole streets are empty. Nothing's happening. The people you see on the streets are people who are tourists. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're all in shock also. (laughs) Yeah. Israel. And this was Tel Aviv, which is the metropolitan side. Woe until you go to Jerusalem. Nothing. Streets are empty. Because they treasure that thing they call Shabbat. Shabbat. Everyone greets you. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Now to them it's a greeting. Now if you understand what those two words mean. Peace on this Sabbath. Peace unto you on this Sabbath. Because they understand rest. And last time I checked, Jews are very rich. Very wealthy. I have a friend who's just gone there. He arrived yesterday night. And he's telling me, this place is expensive. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not shocked. They're still working their way back to where Solomon left it. Where gold was as common as stones. Yeah. Because they understood this thing called Sabbath. God created you to rest on the seventh day. Because he knew for you to be fruitful you need to work from rest and so he was re- that's why he got annoyed with these people in, uh, in 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 the time of Moses he got annoyed with them because they were showing him that in, in their own effort okay in their own effort they can also collect bread when he he gave them a double portion the previous day preparing he's like i know you are going to be tempted to pick stuff tomorrow so i'm not going to even make it come and so he's reminding them and moses if you go to that last verse there and he was telling them so the people rested on the seventh day the moses was telling see the lord has given you the sabbath therefore he gives you the sabbath day bread for two days let every man remain in his place let no man go out of his place on the seventh day And so the lord gave them rest it's like you be there and chill there's a very very popular chicken uh business called chick-fil-a they (laughs) they don't open on sundays and they are very successful very very successful working six days a week sunday no because they observe the sabbath amen by the way, God understands that work is important. Because, I, and I'm going to show you that, well, Sabbath doesn't, rest doesn't make equal to sleep. Because some of you are looking very happy. It's like, hey, Pastor Noah came here and said, Sabbath, on the seventh day, I'm going to switch off my phone. I am going to sleep. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> we grow when we are sleeping. That is children. let me tell you there's a very interesting psalm that i like it is psalm 92 it says those psalm 92 those who are planted in the house of the lord shall flourish shall flourish now i was reading that psalm because it's part of my regular reading until I read the heading this morning the heading of that psalm is the song of the sabbath I was like wow what a wow God is amazing that the psalm he's causing me to read is the psalm which is the song of the sabbath fruitfulness comes in your sabbath fruitfulness starts keyword here starts from your rest It is when it started from your rest that you can now flourish and be ever flourishing. Because guess what? Even in your promised land, there is still work. There is still work. God God knew that even on Monday, they will still have to pick bread. But when you're working from rest, you're working with the assurance and the knowledge that God has given you his abundance. Amen. Amen. That clock is my friend. Do you know how a friend I have? That clock right there. So you might be there saying, Ah, those are old testament things, Moses, who, what? You know, let me don't 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 fire you. Don't fire you. Don't <laughs> don't fire you. Matthew chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight to thirty. Let us read together. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so it's very interesting language here that jesus uses to describe rest. Has sleep appeared anywhere in that scripture? How many times does the word yoke appear? (laughs) Many. (laughs) In both sides. Your yoke is heavy. It's okay. Give it to Jesus. His yoke is easy. It is light. Your burden is heavy. It's okay. Leave it to Jesus. His burden is light. There is still work. There is still work there is still a burden to carry so rest is not equal to sleep sleep is a component of rest you are designed to sleep by the way those who think that sleep is evil no you're designed (laughs) you're designed to sleep when you sleep that is the opportunity that your mind has to organize all if the events that has happened in your life it's organizing it that's why you have dreams some of you are so busy that that's the only time God can speak. Wow. Yeah. I, I heard this from apostle. He are saying, Jesus was accused of working on the Sabbath, healing people on the Sabbath. Maybe because that's the time that's the only time people are arrested. That's really long enough for Jesus to, to meet them somewhere and, you know, and heal them. But from the minute you wake up on Monday, brrr, what? Hey, 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 hey. So God is like, you know what? Eh? I, was, I think it was who there's a there's a preacher, who was uh, giving his story about being busy, and she was so busy doing ministry work. God, God put him in a coma. <laughs> God put him in a coma. He was not sleeping, sleeping like one hour, two hours. What? God put him in a coma. I said, boss, first come here. I need to speak with you. It's like, no God, you've put me in a coma. What? It's like this is the only time you can hear me. <laughs> This is the only time because god is always speaking god is always speaking you see back in our day where our tvs had two pointy things that stick out from them yes. director grace knows uh, out of all people i know he knows this one some of you are looking at me like pointy things what are those they look like uh somebody helped me I, pastor isaac you don't know <laughs> the, it had a big behind our tvs I have a cousin who so who who, she she grew up in uh, outside countries. So she would come to Uganda to visit my uncle. Then she'd go behind the TV. It's like, what's this big thing behind the TV? (laughs) Yeah. So back in those days, where they used to be called aerials, eh? your TV has an aerial, Uh, and then you have to keep adjusting the aerial to get the perfect picture that doesn't have rice. (laughs) Uh i have i've estimated the age of this congregation i can tell you you don't need to show me your database i know the average age from the people who are laughing at rice (laughs) when i said rice in the tv (laughs) Uh so the area had to be adjusted so that you get the perfect picture without rice now for us who lived very far from this capital city our areas were outside on the roof and so guess who whose responsibility it was to make sure there is no rice in the tv boss go and turn the tv so now you would go climb the roof find civilizations up there and then you have to climb and turn it is it clear now no keep turning Okay, there, 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 there. Don't. <laughs> Then, when you're coming down, wind blows it back. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have to go back and adjust the area. So, this is the moral of this very nice story. It's, it's supposed to be called view what? Voice of Uganda did not have voice of uganda you had ubc it has been ubc all along man forgive utv hey i'm sorry i'm sorry it was utv in kenya we used to have vok voice of kenya so now utv was not waiting for a one noah to climb up to the aerial and then send the signal at the right time that the area is pointing right no utv has been broadcasting all along what changes is your reception God is speaking continually all that needs is for you to move your area some of you your areas are inside others you have to climb others have to sleep for God to speak that's why you need rest (laughs) that's why you need rest because in rest your brain your the noise that enters your senses reduces and then now god can say okay now let me talk to this person so you'll perceive it as a dream that's why god speaks in dreams things that he could have spoken when you are awake but when you are awake whatsapp tiktok what all those things so god has to use preachers and 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 the like and for you to speak for him for you to hear where when he speaks he instituted rest for your good. That's why Jesus says the Sabbath was made for, well, You know, was made for man. It was made for man. That's why it is the first day that man was alive, for him to rest. And then from that point of replenishment, that point of refreshment, he then takes on the tasks of the week. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So even Jesus even jesus there's even another time when he was with the disciples and they had come i think it is in mark and it says that the apostles gathered to jesus and told him all things both what they had done and what they had and what they had taught and he said to them come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while you know he's telling his apostles okay yeah that's all good glory to me let's now come (laughs) Let's now come and rest. Even Jesus had patterns. And we're going to see them shortly. He had patterns of rest. You understand? Just that also his patterns, you'd find him in a very interesting... I was just remembering the other a few minutes ago about the, the storm and, and the boat. And that's when Jesus chooses to rest. <laughs> and he's there sleeping. The storm is moving the things... Then there's this two-foot day, two-foot day. A classic story. And then he comes and says, hey, but you guys, how long shall I bear with your unbelief? And he comes and says, shalom. He speaks peace to the storm. What was he doing? Was he praying? Was he fasting? He was sleeping. He simply transferred his state of rest to the sea. He simply transferred his state of rest to the sea. You get? So that is the thing. I want us to remember, remember the spirit, body, and soul analogy I gave earlier. God is trying to restore us back to there. That's why right now, when we say, if you want to see it, speak it. Be like God. Speak it. Use your spirit. Renew your mind with the word. Soul. Soul and then it shall manifest in the in the because that's why you know like even the 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 the, the pharisees you know the all these very tight rules around the sabbath was because man had lost the had lost the plot he had lost the true understanding of sabbath which jesus had to correct because there was this thing called sabbath day's journey i think it's very interesting it's like you cannot walk faster than a certain speed It was a speed thing, by the way. A Sabbath day's journey is a speed thing. That means you can't be found certain places. Like if you live in Chitukutwe, then they find you in Nalia on the Sabbath. You can be arrested. It's like, how did you get here? And why I walked? How fast did you walk? So a Sabbath day's journey was a circumference, was a radius beyond which, if they found you, you'd answer some questions. Because they are not supposed to exert. Your cows are not supposed to eat grass. Your, they're not. They're not supposed to do anything. They, they They be there. You feed them twice the previous day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they had overdone it, and God was saying, "No, no, no! You have lost the meaning. You cannot rely on your own strength. You cannot try and be ninja." You know, us used to watch ninjas. Eh? Yeah. Ninjas. I don't know. You guys, your know, entertainment these days, I don't know what it is. <laughs> we used to have Danger Mouse. I remember Danger Mouse. Some preacher was talking about Danger Mouse. Anyway, you, uh, huh? you want to be a superhero, provider, hmm? going to work. Yet God is saying, Kakana, come to me, all you who labor. Who what? Who labor. And I will give you rest. This rest that God is talking about is a recharge. Remember Apostle gave that analogy. You don't buy a phone to charge it. You charge it to use the phone. You charge the phone to use it. Me as me. I charge my phone at night. When I'm not using it. So that when I need it, I don't need to charge it. That's how people end up in commas. (laughs) A coma in human terms is someone, look, do you have a charger? Do you have a charger? Do you have a a power bank? Power bank, power bank. I'm about to collapse. They call it burnout. Burnout happens not because people are working too hard. It's because they're working at the wrong time. Yeah. Burnout happens not because people are working too hard. It's because they're working at the wrong time. There are people, human beings like you and me, who have rhythms that get them to do so much more than we who think we are busy. Yeah, I was reading about Elon Musk's daily plan. He runs like four companies. No, he's not on the board. Okay, he is. But he's active. He's the CEO of one, CEO of another, CEO of what? Running businesses. I was reading about Tim Cook. Starts his day at 3 a.m., at 3 3.45 a.m. Then He has his things, but he has his patterns. Then he's in bed by, t- by 8 p.m. Now, I don't know if your business is the wealthiest business in the world with more cash reserves than the U.S. government. I don't know. I don't know. But now when someone comes and says, come for MC, I'm busy. What? <laughs> you're busy wow the thing that gives you rest is in MC the thing that gives you rest is in garage and you're busy friends God created the sabbath for you he created the sabbath for you so when we say gather come give lord, the lord a day one day render a day That is your rest. That is your rest. Because for us, we have been taught by the fallen state. Because I work hard in the physical, I must rest in the physical. But God is not working from his physical. He doesn't have a body. God is saying, your rest starts from your spirit. Then goes into your soul. Then your body will be relaxed rest is not inactivity you have the night for that rest is a state of awareness of God's love and provision for you that is what rest is and now we have already talked about rest in the spirit which is salvation entering the promised land when God gives you his spirit and you are born again rest in the soul is shallow peace peace from all the mental struggles peace from all the emotional struggles rest for your body is good to rest and there are patterns we'll talk about i want to end with these patterns but before i end with the patterns some of the benefits the reasons we rest we rest so that we can hear from god i've already talked about that <laughs> because sometimes but james we are what now here's a very interesting one rest helps you sleep because for you you've been hearing sleep helps you rest (laughs) yeah that's what you've been hearing some of you the rest helps you sleep because I can tell you insomnia is a real disease do you know that yeah it's a real disease now guess how they solve insomnia they give you a drug that you take into your body I have not gotten it. You're taking a drug taken into your body so that you rest. Yet the problem is not there. It's just the result. The result is lack of sleep. The problem is in the spirit and the soul. You might find someone is there being tormented by demons. But because someone has not evangelized, they don't know that the problem is in the spirit. And so they go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, looking for medicine, yoga, what, massage, all these things, nothing that's why you must go and evangelize because people are looking for rest for their souls some people are weary and the only solace they have is a bottle of whiskey and what? looking for rest they are tormented are we still together? don't worry I'm about to go so you can uh... <laughs> rest increases focus Hmm. I, I, I am trying to learn how to power nap. Yeah, I'm trying. Trying is the key word. Yeah, so you when when you feel hey eh, you're dozing dozing, just take a fifteen minute power nap and pew, back to all nerves are firing. Sun was added by the person who created these notes because I know she likes it. Rest makes you look more beautiful. <laughs> hey, can I hear an amen? The amens were in soprano and uh, a bit of alto. I didn't hear any tenor amens because, I don't know, because you like looking, uh, <laughs> you're quiet. The tenor choirs are quiet. Eh? The tenors are quiet. But yes, rest makes it. Me... Okay, this is, look at it. How many of you are looking forward to seeing a stressed person? <laughs> How do you know a person is stressed? <laughs> the face. And they are not looking beautiful. I can guarantee you that. They are like... Eh. <laughs> That's why your face can scare angels. Yeah. By the way, it is so true. Let me tell you. I had this thing from uh, Pastor Macharia. And he was teaching about the north wind effect. Tell your neighbor north wind. One day, you. it's in one of Bishop Doug's books about loyalty and disloyalty. But it's about the north wind effect do you know what the north wind is it's from the psalm the proverb that says an angry countenance chases what chases like backbiting Hmm? so that means when someone comes back to backbite you give them an angry countenance and they are chased away that is the north wind effect i was like wow (laughs) this is no one apart from bishop doug could have seen that in the scripture because wow so some, sometimes you're misusing your north wind effects. You're chasing away angels, not backbiters. So rest so that you can look pretty and come to church, smile, and enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Rest facilitates better, healthier eating habits i'm being practical by the way because now we have talked about genesis sabbath creation you're like hey but me me as me what do i do i'm giving you the points here they are right here rest better eating, because now guess when you eat at the wrong time when you're supposed to be resting (laughs) you you know what happens from there (laughs) helps rest helps you work through problems more effectively it provides clarity Because when you're stressed, that's not the time to make land purchasing deals. Do you know that? Do you know why some cultures close deals over a meal? Do you know, I've ever heard of this statement that all the deals are closed at the golf course? Yeah, me, I I used to play golf when I was young. Still trying to pack up, say you'll be there, say you'll be there, Yeah. yeah and so when i was young all these when i when i look back eh, i used to play with all these big ceos business owners and they would close deals at the golf course we're hitting some cabal resting and that's where the people in the office are working hard what they just get an instruction sign here transfer money here where the people who are working hard are the ones moving the money running around the people who are resting close the deal long ago They're on other things. When you're doing business with a Jew, he'll invite you home. Come to my house. Come and let's eat together. If they invite you to their home, that is the greatest sign of honor. Sit at a meal and let's discuss. When you're rested and clear-minded. Now, there's a certain book called State of Africa. No, it's not State of Africa. There's a... confessions of an economic hitman Uh, yeah there are tactics of that certain individuals use to make sure we sign all the bad deals you go they take a delegation to a certain country they make you party the whole night yeah they pay for it vip what 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 then at 8am they call for the meeting you're there dozing and you have to sign through a 300 page contract to make sure that you are as unrested as possible to sign those contracts. Yeah, Those are tactics. Those are tactics. I need to finish. Let's stand up as I give you these final points. Hey. Tell your neighbor, divert daily. Withdraw weekly. Abandon annually. Tell your neighbor, divert daily withdraw weekly abandon annually make sure you have a daily rhythm of rest where you divert from the hustle and bustle of the day and you just reflect and rest that's what divert daily means withdraw weekly have a sabbath day and here at worship harvest we are saying render a day to the lord because as we have learnt. A day is not chilaxing. You rest from your spirit through your soul to your body. When you render God a day to God, you will end that day very rested. Take my word to the bank. The, the problem is that we try to mix. Do you know in the original scripture that we are learning about rest, the reason that children of Israel did not enter the promised land is because they did not mix faith with the instruction now you can't start mixing wildly carnal advice and then start saying oh what that's how you get stressed and overworked so a week in a day a day in a week give that day to god and see what he will do for you sanctify it the way he says he sanctified and blessed it it's a blessed day what i'm seeing right now is that it's a day god has decided said, come and be blessed For you're saying ah i'm busy i have to take the kids for swimming what no God is inviting you to come into a state of being blessed and rest. You're going swimming. Okay? Then abandon annually. Have a retreat. Have a personal retreat where you come, you you separate yourself, no phone, nothing. Just go and be with the Lord. Amen. So divert daily, withdraw weekly, and abandon annually. Amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand clap. Let us celebrate what the Lord has done so I want to take this opportunity even as we all pray I'm going to invite us to start praying right now those of us who can pray in tongue, lift your voice pray in the spirit Let's just lift our voices to God right now. We're talking about rests, but there's someone here. You are in the middle of a storm. You are in the middle of a storm. There is no horizon. Land is not in sight. You feel surrounded by waves. God is ministering his rest. But he's saying, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There is a rest that gets you away from eternal strife. That's when you find Jesus. A rest that cannot be explained. The Bible calls it a peace that surpasses understanding. That peace is available for you right now. If you have not given your life to Jesus, I'm going to invite you right now. Just put up your hand and receive this peace. This peace that calms storms. This peace. That puts to shame the devil because the devil wants to take you to hell where there is eternal torment and there is no opportunity to rest in the story of, of Lazarus and the bosom of Abraham there was a person who was in hell and he was thirsty and he could not find water but God is bringing you to a land that is flowing with brooks and rivers if you're not born again I'm going to invite you to put your hand up just raise your hand don't it's not about your neighbor it's about you and finding rest in jesus if you're there just put up your hands don't be shy we'll wait we'll wait this is a very important moment this is a very important moment it's a decision on whether you go to hell or to heaven the devil was okay for you listening to the fall someone last this Lord. now he's going to start fighting because he is losing grip of you he's losing grip of your soul So if you're there under the hearing of my voice I'm going to invite you to raise your hand lift your hand straight and say I want to be born again I want to receive that rest that Jesus talks about Hallelujah Is there anyone anyone who wants to get born again Don't worry about your neighbor Don't worry about them who brought you here, this is between you and Jesus. It is between you and Jesus. Anyone who wants to get born again, we'll wait. We'll wait. This is this is a very, very important moment. This is a very important moment. I'm going to ask your neighbor. If you, if you want to check with your neighbor, check with your neighbor, ask them, are you born again? Do you want me to walk with you up there? Don't take it for granted. This is the work of ministry. Apostle says this is the time where we are all Liverpool supporters. Don't let them walk alone. Check with your neighbor, ask them, Are you born again?
1: Anyone
0: else who's anyone who's getting born again? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap. I'm assuming everyone here is born again. Let's still say in prayer. Let's still say in prayer. The Lord is ministering his rest this morning. He's ministering his rest. Receive his rest. Receive his rest. He's saying, Come to me. Come to me. And I will give you rest. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you honor and glory. We thank you because you are good and your mercies endure forever. Thank you because you have instituted the Sabbath, the day of your rest. And so, Father, we take this word and receive it. May it find root in our hearts. May it find root in our our minds. And may we receive your peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding peace for that storm that person who's going on through a storm may you get peace let's give the lord a mighty hand clap there is someone who has moved from hell to heaven hallelujah guys don't take this lightly this is a victory right here this brave young lady can come here hallelujah god bless you my sister don't take that for granted this is a soul this soul is precious to jesus hallelujah father we thank you so much thank you thank you thank you if you're there be as brave as this young lady we are going to wait don't worry don't worry we are going to wait because moving from hell to heaven is a big deal it is a big deal the devil is fighting fighting to keep you there in your seat devil is fighting to keep you in your seats. And we will not relent. We will not relent. We are going to cheer with heaven and we are going to shout because the devil is losing. Hallelujah! You're welcome, my sister. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else So let us pray. You're going to repeat after me. Okay? Say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For me. For me. Thank you for sacrificing your life for me thank you for sacrificing your life and so today name. lord jesus and so today lord jesus i confess with my mouth i confess i believe in my heart i believe in my heart that i am born again that i am born again i receive you in my heart i receive you in my heart and i confirm and i declare with my mouth that jesus is lord and i declare with my mouth that jesus is lord in jesus name we pray amen <laughs> hey, hey. thank you my sister Woo-hoo. you're born again Let's give these ladies a mighty hand clap. A mighty, mighty hand clap. Take your finger like this. Lift your finger like this and say, "Devil, devil, you have no control over me. You have no control over. I belong to Jesus. I belong to. I am born again. I am born again. He has purchased my rest. He has purchased my rest. I have given him my burden. And I have given him my. And I've taken his light one. And I've taken his light one. Devil devil stay away from me stay away from me. in jesus name in jesus name. Amen. amen 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 so you're just going to follow him no, 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 no. he's just going to take some details no, no, no. yes they can follow him and they'll take some details and follow you up as go. Well. let's give the lord a mighty hand clap hey 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 if you're online and you've given your life to Jesus. There is a number on the screen. Plus 256 775 642 449. And you can send a message to that number. There is a pastor at the end of that number. And they are going to pray with you. Amen. 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 Now take your neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, receive rest. Receive shalom. receive shalom. Tell your neighbor, Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shalom. father in heaven we thank you for your children thank you for this opportunity that we have had to hear you speak to us lord great things happen when you speak great things happen when you speak and so we receive the great things that you have spoken over us each and every one of we live here in power and in might in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. amen.